1: And welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. This is Marie Manu Cherry live at noon, just outside of Seattle in beautiful Bellevue, Washington. Absolutely gorgeous day outside. In fact, we've had tremendous weather, I would say, for like the last three or four days. Would you agree with that, Eric?
2: They said it was near record temperatures yesterday. So.
1: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I've been driving around in a little convertible, um, you know, with the, the hats on and the gloves and all that good stuff in the heater. And it is so much fun.
2: Well, that's the thing people forget around here. You know, sometimes we have those kind of tough winters. And this one, we had like the freak snowstorms, I think. But then, you know, usually by February, it's like sunshine and lollipops and all the little... And it's, yeah, it's it's great.
1: Oh, it's (laughs) just beautiful outside. Gorgeous. And I made a decision last week... Um, that I'm going to continue being live at noon.
2: Yay. Yay!
1: So it used to be that I was live at 7, and, you know, at noon there was a recording from the previous week, and now we're going to do it the opposite. I'll be live at noon in Seattle, and then there'll be a recording at 7 o'clock at night when we're not preempted by wonderful basketball or something of that nature.
2: Okay, so say it one more time.
1: Okay, live at noon. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's very cute. I I think the audience (laughs) approves. That's that's lovely. That's adorable. So last year I saw clients on Thursdays, so I I couldn't come in at noon and do the show. And now I've switched my schedule around because I've been working on writing my book and needing more writing time, so we're live at noon on Thursdays. And for those of you that are, you know, hearing the show for the first time, um, I've kind of an an interesting uh, history, if you will. I was an oncology nurse here in Seattle, Washington, and began to have multiple paranormal experiences, which entered a quest into the field of energy medicine for me. And I worked for a physician for a year doing medical intuitive diagnoses and energy work, and then opened up my own practice. Um, I've had a full-time practice for about uh, eight or nine years. And did a, started a radio show about a year ago to reach those people who perhaps couldn't get on my schedule or couldn't afford to come see me, not to mention the fact that I happen to love radio. And so callers get to call in, and we have uh, subject matters and guests on the show, and the focus is energy medicine, but really about the expansion and the growth of consciousness. So today we're talking about the fourth chakra, which is literally in your chest. And Eric, you're wearing a perfect color. The chakra is really emerald green, but you're wearing this gorgeous kind of olive green shirt. So you're all ready for the fourth chakra. And I bet you didn't even know that we were going to talk about the fourth chakra. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of how it
2: works. you know. Even if I did, I wouldn't have known about the color thing.
1: Right. So, you know. Yeah.
2: It's just nice synergy, I guess.
1: Your synergy, exactly. The synchronicity of life. So the heart chakra is literally in the upper thoracic cavity in the center of your chest. It governs the heart muscle, the lungs, the rib cage, the thymus gland, the upper back. Um, It's about circulation. It's about giving and receiving. So learning how to receive as much as you give, which, you know, Eric kind of gets the, the fun and maybe not so much fun sometimes of me doing these you know impromptu readings on his energy live on the radio. It's and, always fun. <laughs> good. I'm so glad. And one of the things I'm noticing as I'm talking, because he's standing directly in front of me, is that Eric's actually, you've been working on receiving over this last year. And whether you're conscious of it or not, you're doing a really good job of taking it in, making it more about you and not everybody else, which I think is really great. Oh, Good. Yeah, yeah. So um, people can call into the show. And what numbers are we giving out today?
2: Well, uh, the toll-free number we normally give out is inactive uh, today. Yeah, This is a one-off thing. (laughs) (laughs) Next week, it'll be active. It'll be active. So I just want to give out the uh, the local numbers. And actually, you can dial this number, 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527 from anywhere in the world you can use that number it's not toll free but you can use that number if you want to call into the show today from anywhere in the world if you're in western washington you can dial in toll free at 888-298-5569 that's 888-298-kknw
1: wonderful thank you so much and just um some uh announcements to make on february 7th which is this saturday i'll be teaching a workshop called change your beliefs change your life at the redmond town center residence inn in Redmond Town Center. And uh, that class is from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. You can register online or you can leave a message on the office phone, which is 425-825-5671. We still have some room in that class. And in that class, I will be helping people get down to their belief system. It's a very provocative class, helping them to shift their belief system so they can manifest what they really want in their life. And then on February 18th, I will be teaching a class from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. also at the Redmond Town Center, but at the Marriott, so at the Courtyard, which is the bigger hotel, also in Redmond Town Center. And um, that one actually is about reaching out to the other side. So I will be talking to loved ones, um, family members, and friends who now live on the other side who've passed away. So that class I'll teach about the other side and about the Akashic Records and um, all of those great things that people have questions about um, regarding the spiritual realm. And today we're talking about the fourth chakra, but why don't we go ahead and and get a caller and see what their question is.
2: All right, let's talk to Stephanie calling all the way from Kansas City.
1: Great. Hi, Stephanie. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm great. How are you?
3: I'm great. Um, I just discovered your show a couple of weeks ago when you were on with John Holland. Oh, yes, yes. And ever since then, I've listened to all your podcasts, and I just, I love your show. I get so much out of
1: it. Oh, thank you so much. I'm so glad you enjoyed it, and I have so much gratitude for John Holland interviewing me on his show. It, it ha- really did help people find me a little bit more, and he's a wonderful man. He's just oh, a yes. lovely human being. So what's your question, Stephanie? Well, um, I just wondered
3: if you could look into um, what you thought about my career possibilities because I'm trying to stay home with my two children just um, to you know try to be there for them and mm-hmm. to give them the best possible attention I can. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm kind of a little bored at home, and so right. I'm trying to look at some different um, business opportunities that might allow me to still be at home and spend time with them. But also, so I don't go crazy and get a little more adult time.
1: No, I completely understand. Um, You know, I worked part time while my children were growing up, and it was a perfect retreat for me. So I didn't go nuts being at home all the time and be surrounded by adults and be a little bit more appreciated versus being at home and, you know, doing all this domestic work that's not always as appreciated. You have a very, pardon? Oh, right. I agree. <laughs> yeah. You have a very independent personality. Um, you, uh-huh. You're very self-motivated. You're organized. All of these things are what comes to view when I look at your energy. And so I think if there's anything that you can even do on your own would be perfectly fine for you. Like you don't necessarily have to join an or- organization, but something that you can do on your own. Have you um, heard of Sandra Ann Taylor before?
3: Um. Yes, I have heard of her.
1: Great. She wrote a book called Quantum Success. And it helps you get into the positive aspects of creating, particularly profession, but you can use it for anything. But the book is really, you know, geared more towards business. Um, But she wrote a book to help you get in that mindset. Because when I look at your energy, it's hard for you to, um, you know, visualize and kind of feel what it would be. In other words... In my mind, you actually don't have to know what it would be. What you really want is something perhaps home-based or doesn't take you too far away from home for short periods of time where you can make a substantial amount of money. That's what you're wanting. And so you, you have to get in the feeling aspect that, number one, you deserve that. You can absolutely have that. And, and that you don't have to even know exactly what it is. It'll be perfect, valuable, informative, something that you can believe in. But it's almost like, because your mind is very strong, the way you think is very mm-hmm. strong. And so you have to kind of switch your brain a little bit, moving into a place where it's a possibility. I'm I'm seeing a couple things. One of them was actually selling some products that you liked. Um, and I don't mean like Avon, but something that, you know, you know maybe something that... Um, Like uh, there's something that uh, I sold at one time actually was this soybean food, you know, and I'm not even recommending that you sell that, but something that you can absolutely positively believe in that sings to your heart. You actually are a good salesperson. Did you know that?
3: Um, Yeah, I kind of think I am,
1: but. (laughs) Well, people believe in you and they listen to you. And mm-hmm. so uh, they're they're more opt to purchase something that you're going to back up. And if you can believe in the product, then you're going to be very successful in selling it. And that's a great, you know, that's something you can do in the middle of the night, you know, in terms of learning about the products, you know, sending emails to people, all of those things. So I would start looking for either like some sort of nutritional supplements or something that of that nature that you can believe in that you can purchase um, or you know, become part of a corporation that you work on your own and sell them. So that's what I'm seeing. Okay, great. So does that sound doable for you? Like something oh, you would yeah, want to do? Oh, yeah,
3: definitely. Okay, um, good. I can do that. I, I feel like I can do anything. So that's what I just, I need to focus on what I think that I'm the best at, though, because I feel like, you know, anything's possible. It's just what should I really exert my energy toward? Well, so. and
1: that, and that's the part that I don't want you to do. What I want you to do is to see yourself successful making money, you don't know exactly how it's happening or what you're doing. You just want to be in the energy of, oh my gosh, it's already here and it's amazing. So I don't want you to focus on what it is. That's what I prefer that you not do. Because when you focus on what it is, then you start limiting yourself. And I'm noticing that you can be very independent and you're a good salesperson. So you could do some, you know, marketing type company that perhaps sells some sort of nutritional thing or maybe some yoga um, equipment. I don't really know what it would be, but it would be something more holistic and, and natural. Uh, and you would do very, very well. Okay, great. Do you see what I mean? But get that book and really focus on you don't need to know what it is. And get in the feeling of Oh, my gosh, this paycheck is great. The time away from the children is wonderful. Oh, my gosh, I'm so blessed being in that type of a feeling as if it's already here. Okay, wonderful. Okay. Okay, great. All right. Thank you so much for calling in. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Bye-bye. So today we're talking about the heart chakra and it's about receiving. And just like Stephanie who called in, wanting to know about a profession that she could do that would help her to be at home with her children, learning to receive energy is very important because if you don't have energy coming into your body, it's challenging to create what you want in your life. And the best chakra to receive the highest amount of energy, particularly abundance, is the back of the fourth chakra. So chakras two, three, four, five, and six have a front and a back portion, and the back one actually receives energy. So an exercise that works well is that when anyone compliments you or says thank you, have a nice day, cute shirt, like I was telling Eric how nice his sweater looks today, which it does.
2: Thank you very much.
1: <laughs> you're welcome. And, and then if you can visualize or feel or sense energy moving into your back and between your shoulder blades, you're literally taking in abundance. And because energy is made out of everything, absolutely everything, even the chair I'm sitting on, the headphones that are on my head right now, the microphone I'm speaking into, if you visualize maybe – beautiful color moving in or guitars Eric (laughs) (laughs) you know guitars that you love really expensive gorgeous guitars just flying in your back like a hundred of them you know that is what all receiving is about is allowing yourself to receive things that you enjoy that feel good into your body perfect great great
2: well why don't we take another caller here let's go to Woodenville now and talk to Jerry
1: okay great hi Jerry hi there how are you I'm great how are you Good. Good. What can I do for you?
3: Oh, I'm wondering about my, I haven't seen a doctor personally in a long time, and I'm wondering about my weight gain. Mm -hmm. I know I've been kind of protecting a little bit, but um, Mm -hmm. just wondering if my hormones are off.
1: Yeah, I would say yes. And and more so than the reproductive hormones, I'm actually in your adrenal glands. Yeah. So you've been in fight or flight. In off and on for about three years, significantly, in my opinion. Is that true for you?
3: Uh, my son ha- is in remission from leukemia, yeah, and a bone marrow transplant. Wow. So and when, that was only a one, one year, but I guess, yeah. So,
1: so he was diagnosed a year ago?
3: Um, No, May. Yeah, oh, just recently. May. Wow. Yeah, and he's done. He's uh-huh. done and healthy.
1: Wow, that's he, amazing. That's really quick.
3: It was very quick. Huh. He, he was in the um frame mind of thank you for my perfect body and health. Wow, And I told him when he'd go to bed to you know make his white blood cells you know work and red blood cells multiply and
1: wow so he, was,
3: he he's twelve, and he was doing very well.
1: Well, I think that's just phenomenal because most people, when they're diagnosed leukemia, children or adults, we're talking about two, you know, one to three years of treatment, <laughs> uh, especially children. You know, there are several years of treatment generally, um, you know, depending on, of course, how their body's doing in the healing process. And your son did phenomenally well. That's amazing.
3: There is a very large community around here that has supported him. Oh. Prayers, uh, of all denominations and it was incredible.
1: Oh well I'm so happy for all of you. Congratulations. That's we
3: are we're phenomenal. Scared, you know, it's scary to still go go on
2: mm-hmm.
3: um knowing the shadow, I guess. Yeah. But knowing he'll be fine. Too. Right.
1: Right. Because so he be humbled. <laughs> well, and as you know, childhood leukemia thankfully has a very, you know, high recovery rate if, you know, it's diagnosed early and it's within certain types of diagnoses. Yeah. So that's a wonderful and amazing thing. That's fantastic. So what was stressing you out before he was diagnosed? Because I'm out to three years when it comes to your adrenal glands.
3: Um, I got into a house.
1: Okay. And that was stressful?
3: Um, it's a new thing for me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. So, and did you say buying a home? That's what you said was stressful?
3: Um, I, yes, I,
1: I'm with my fiance and yes. Okay. You're so cute because a lot of people, that's a celebration, but for you, it's a stress, a stressor buying a house.
3: It's a, it's a celebration, but it's also, um, the worry that I don't want to be at, you know, I like floating where I don't have to care about that. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. I want to do what you do. <laughs> so, okay,
1: I think that's a great idea. So, have you made a list of all the things that worry you, and then all the things that don't worry you? Because I think the the list of all the things that worry you is going to be pretty intense and significant. I, I mean, long, and okay. and we need to start throwing these things off your list. Have you ever heard of the seventeen second exercise where you get happy for seventeen seconds? No. This comes from Esther and Jerry Hicks. They've written many books okay. yeah. on, on manifesting. And what you do is you, it may take you three or four minutes to get happy when you're noticing that you're worrying or you're in negative thinking. But once you get happy, then your job is to hold that happiness for 17 seconds. And 17 seconds of happy feeling will erase thousands of hours of negative thinking. So that's your homework assignment. I think that the weight loss is going to occur. I, I do recommend that you go get a checkup and have these hormones checked and your adrenal glands and maybe get on some herbs or supplements to help balance out your system. I think that would be great. And you already know this, right? I mean, you've been feeling that for a while. Is that true? Hello. I guess we lost her. Yep. Somehow we lost her, but I'm going to keep on talking because she might be listening. Okay. So uh, so I would, you know, recommend that you go ahead and get some supplements or go see a physician, actually a holistic doctor, and, and have those adrenal glands checked. And then I think the weight's going to fall off fairly effortlessly, but working on worrying and negativity would be huge on the scale. It's probably why there's, you know, been some additional weight that you didn't want, because it's kind of like you said in the beginning, protecting you. So why don't we go ahead and check on the next caller?
2: Okay, before we do that, though, I really want to give out the uh, phone numbers here because we actually have some phone lines open, which is a rare thing for this show. So if people have been waiting to call in, now today may well be the day to do it. 425-373-5527. That's 425-373-5527. Or toll-free in Western Washington, 888-298-KKNW. That's 888-298-5527. Six nine, and we're going to go all the way back to Kansas City again. I guess we got the the Missouri contingent listening today, which is wonderful. So let's talk to Catherine.
0: Hi, Catherine. Hi, Marie. How are you? I'm good. Um, Thank you so much for all you do. Your show has just been such a blessing.
1: Oh, thank you. I'm so glad it's helpful. That's wonderful.
0: Um, I wanted to ask you today about um, I'm in a long term committed relationship, Mm -hmm. right? But I have met a, a person, I would say he's an acquaintance, uh-huh. and I feel an extremely deep connection to him, deeper uh-huh. than any connection I've had to anybody else ever. Right. And I'm having trouble
1: understanding. <laughs> What's uh, going on? Yes. Okay. So is he available? Is he single? He he is single, uh-huh. uh,
0: but he lives in another city. Mm-hmm. and And also he's not really committed, I don't think, to a... You know, a committed lifestyle and i'm I'm really not wanting to break my relationship up right mm-hmm. now anyway mm-hmm. it's It's a very strange feeling. It's almost like he's a father and a son and a child you know everything right. All- right together it's the weirdest right. thing
1: well here's what i would assume right away is that you've had past lives together and that's why you feel so comfortable with him that's why spending short periods of time can feel very deep and meaningful and very moving you know it, like you can feel him you know sitting Absolutely. next to him or even when you think about him when he's far away you can totally feel him all the way down to your cells you know all I the way do. Down. i do i do and when I look at the relationship that you're in right now, I actually like it. And I'm very picky. You know, I've told more people than I can count to um, perhaps rethink their relationships. And, and of course, you know, you're in your relationship. I'm not. I'm, just I'm in this, a
0: great relationship. Yeah,
1: I really like Absolutely. it. Absolutely. It feels fair, balanced. You're compatible. And maybe what would be really fun is this feeling that you have with this other gentleman, which I love that you know that he may not be able to have a committed relationship, and you're the type of person who likes to have long-term committed relationships. That's that's what you enjoy. Sure. You know? um, is... Is there something within the way the two of you have this intimacy, even though it may not be the intimacy that, you know, two people in a long term relationship would have? Is there some way that you can co-create that with the partner that you have now? I kind of think that's why he came into your life so that you you can help with your partner, your husband, um, you know, develop a deeper kind of sensitivity between the two of you um, that fulfills a part of yourself that you sometimes feel is, is missing. You, you know what I mean? It's like yes. that, that wow, this person really loves me all the way down to my toes, or I can feel so energized and connected to this person all the way down to my toes. And so I think this gentleman came in to help spark that. It's an awareness that you hadn't had before. And now you can help facilitate this with your partner, maybe even taking some, um, some classes, of course, right at the moment. Oh, on Tantra. And it's, Tantra is a form of sex, sure, but it's also a form of souls coming together in very long gazing looks and really engaging in one another, not just sexually, but just in holding one another in in a space. Do you see what I mean? Right. Yeah. So I would work on some fun, interactive things that you and your partner can do that helps you get to that place that you feel with it, with this other man. And, um, and I think your partner would be very much interested in it. I think he'd be excited about it, actually.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. Is there anything else that you see in my energy? I I do have mm-hmm. um, long term uh, health issues. Okay. That I'm trying to uh, work through.
1: Sure. Um, well, when I scan your energy right now, you're leaking energy from your lower back. So that would be your second chakra. Um, and it governs reproductive organs, the kidneys, adrenal glands, you know things of that nature. Um, and adrenals are part of the immune system so they're part of the endocrine system. Leaking ba- um, energy out of the lower spine like that is an indicator to me that perhaps you're not utilizing your will in relationships and I'm not talking about your partnership. I like your partnership it makes me happy. it feels good to me. It's other relationships. So it could be people that you work with or work for you or friends or family members where you're not setting a boundary. Okay. You know, where you're giving them too much um run run you know, like they're taking advantage of you a little bit or not okay. appreciating you enough. Is that true for you, by the way?
0: Just checking um, in? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, definitely.
1: And so when people leak energy out of their body, it's part of your life force. And when your life force leaks out, it's difficult to maintain your health and well being. Okay. You know, so those chronic health issues that you've experienced on and off for the last decade could go away or significantly improve if you begin to set some boundaries. So to help that second chakra not leak energy, I would throw some temper tantrums. Okay. Like two or three a week, actually lay down on the floor and just kick and scream and get mad. Okay. Okay. Um, and that will help dis- disperse any resentment you may have towards over giving or over nurturing or not saying what you wanted to say for yourself. And then I would work on um, go ahead and uh, set more boundaries for individuals. Okay. okay? That's great. Well, yeah. thank you so much. You're wel- And thank you for listening to the show. I oh, really appreciate it. You're welcome. It. Have a great day. You too. Bye bye. Bye bye.
2: Now we're going to move on to Cheryl in Kent.
1: Great. Hi, Cheryl. Hi. How are you? I'm doing okay. Great. What can I do for you? And um, I, kn- I know when you said okay, that means you're not doing so great. So <laughs> I, I get it. Well,
3: lots of stress.
1: Lots um, of stress?
3: Yeah. I found out there's a possibility it it could change, but um, it's looking more and more like I'll be laid off.
1: Okay. All right. And and so what's upsetting about being laid off? Well, the money issue. Uh-huh. The money issue is upsetting, right? Okay. And do you live alone or? Are no, you...
3: I have a family.
1: Uh-huh. Okay. And
3: uh, so I'm worried about that. Right.
1: Um, right. And, um, and does your partner have a job? Yes, he okay. does. Because here, here's what I'm getting, a couple of things. Number one, you're tired. You've been working way too much. In my opinion, you could disagree with anything I say, by the way. Um, you've been working too much and I think you need a break. And I don't even think you recognize how tired you are but I think you're tired. Is that true? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're wiped out. So how about, this is a good thing. You know, you know what I think is so funny? All the things in my life that I thought were terrible and awful turned out to be a blessing, every, every single one of them. And so this could be that, wow, you're going to move out of a job that you didn't really like that much, I don't think. <laughs> right? I like pieces of it. Right. Pieces. Um, I Yeah, pieces. Okay, which is nice. I'm glad you like pieces. But you're moving out of a job you didn't like that much, you're going to get some rest and relaxation. And now you have an opportunity, a fabulous opportunity to create or attract a job in your life that makes you happy. So this is something to celebrate. And I, and as I'm talking to you, you know, what's happening, your energy is actually getting lower. So even though I'm being positive and optimistic, and I'm happy over here in the radio station for you, your energy is getting lower because it's just frustrating you even more. (laughs) In my opinion,
3: I guess you know if this is going to happen, yeah, um, I would like a direction, and I'm feeling completely adrift.
1: Right, right. Well, well, what would be what would be the highest good direction for you? What would be your the a direction that would be in your highest good. What would that be?
3: Getting into a job where it's not just a job; it's something that I'm excited about and want to do.
1: Exactly, and so that's the energy that you that you need to hold. See, here's what happens, and that's why I love that book by Catherine Alice, Quantum Success. Uh, I, I'm not Catherine else. Excuse me. I'm getting so confused. She'll be Catherine else will be on the show next week. But um, Sandra Ann Taylor, it is because she says it's paramount that you don't spend energy feeling the negativity or the fear that you believe is happening to you at the moment, because fear is just an illusion. Anyway, it's imperative that you feel the joy of, of the possibility and the change that's coming. And so you have this incredible opportunity where you're going to get some rest, which is really important when you're manifesting and creating so you can get your energy high and attract to you this great job that makes you happy, something that you really want to do. And, and so he, look at it this way. This is a science experiment for you because, <laughs> well, really, you know, I think you are going to get laid off. I agree with you. I think it's going to happen. And I think it's probably the best thing that could happen to you right now. And so now you get to use your energy to manifest something that you want. And guess what? If it works which I think it will, if it works, then you're going to be so thrilled knowing that you can do this again and again and again with anything that happens in your life. That's the beauty of, of manifesting. Once you have something successfully be created that you can look at in the external world and go, oh my gosh, look what happened, what I wanted happened, then it gives you the energy and the belief that you can do it again and again and again and again. And that's a wonderful skill set to create. So here's your opportunity to create it. Out of a scary moment, learning to (laughs) to flip switch, to get out of the fear, to get back into the possibility. Because that's where the energy is going to expand is when you're in the, oh, my gosh, I'm going to get a job that I really like that pays me better than my last one. Oh, my gosh, I'm so lucky. Well,
3: that's an important component. That's actually my biggest fear is that I'll end up with some nice little job, but it won't pay enough.
1: Right. No, no, no. A, A nice, wonderful job that has value for you that pays better than what you've been paid before. I
3: have any thoughts on that? I, do I need to go back
1: to school? Well, here's here's what I want you to do. Instead of thinking about all of those things, I want you to stay in the energy that that job is already here because I don't think it's that far away. I do not think you need to go back to school. You may make some decisions after you get comfortable in this new position where you get more solidified in what it is that you'd like to do in in your life. And you may seek out some education decisions at that time. But right now, this is about creating that next step. That's what this is about right now. So getting out of the negativity, getting out of the fear, which is only an illusion, and getting into the happy, positive thoughts of, oh my gosh, I've got a wonderful job and I'm making more money than I used to. Yay. And that's where I want you to stay. No, that actually sounds wonderful. Good. And see, now your energy is nice and high. And, and so notice how that probably took us five minutes. Yeah, approximately five minutes to get there. And so that's how much time it may take you to get there. And I would elicit friends in your life who can be positive and optimistic and support you, find books that you can open up and be reminded of the truth. You know, Keep those things going so that this can come into your life rather quickly.
3: Quickly, huh? and it's already
1: there? Of course.
3: Because I have no clue.
1: (laughs) It's okay. And I like that. I just, I want you to stay in the focus of what we discussed already. I think that would be fabulous
2: for you. Okay. Okay?
1: All right. Thank you. Thank you so much.
2: So we're going to take another caller here. Uh, And I think we've got Mac on the line right now. And Mac's calling all the way from Salt Lake City, Utah. Hi, Mac. Hi, Marie. How are you?
1: I
4: can't believe I'm on with
1: you. Oh, great. I'm so glad you're calling in.
4: <laughs> I'm doing really well.
1: Good, good, good. What can I do for you today?
4: Well, I have a question. I feel like there's some dreams, and, and mm. really, I don't really know what I was dreaming on Monday night, but I kept waking up with the feeling like my body, my energy was being worked on okay. by others, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so I'm wanting to find out just your insight on what's happening
1: sure. with me. Sure. No, I'm so glad you... Co- Is this the first time we've ever spoken, by the way?
4: Yeah, we've corresponded in email. But oh,
1: we have. Great. Oh, yeah. yes, I remember. Because you wrote about one of your family members. I yeah. remember. Yes, yeah. absolutely. So... um uh, yes, actually, that's happening. Here's what I'm being told when you were talking about the dream. Mm-hmm. You absolutely were being worked on. And what I was being told at that time when you were speaking about it is that you're learning to let go of some old perceptions of the way you've thought about how life needs to be. Like, mm-hmm. like, I think you've had some structured thoughts in your mind about life very structured, almost like an earth sign, like a Taurus or a Capricorn or a Virgo, you know, that things need to stay very similar in perception over and over again. And now you're willing to break the mold. And it's harder for you to do it when you're awake. And so, yes, you're having your guides and other beings coming in and helping you at night to move through this process because you've facilitated, you opened up the door, you're willing. And so they're like, oh, good, let's get in my sleeping. Yay. So, yes, you're right. That's what is happening for you.
4: I very much felt that way.
1: Wow, I'm so happy for you. Uh,
4: what can you tell me as far as, can you give me a little insight into what I've got ahead of me?
1: <laughs> oh, well, whenever belief systems start to break away, you know, in, in, particularly someone who's had more of a structured, linear way of looking at life, even though I know you're open and flexible, you know, you believe in the mysteries of life, but it, it hasn't always necessarily been woven into your personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, is, yeah, it can be a little challenging. It can feel like, okay, who just took the rug out from underneath me because everything that I thought was the way it was supposed to be is no longer existing. So that's what it will feel like from time to time. But I think that um, you're being held. I mean, you know, people that you love are on the other side and they're holding you at at this time in your life so that you feel supported and, and that there is a foundation underneath you. It's just more contemporary than the foundation that you're used to. You know, it's a new way of experiencing life, and it's going to be a lot more magical. So, uh, over this entire year, these next twelve months, in, in other words, by the by the time we're in, at the end of this year, by February of next year, you're going to f- feel like it's really set in stone, like everything's perfectly working well, um, that you like your new concept, you like your new floor underneath you, your support, <laughs> mm-hmm. and and you'll be. It'll be like more like not an old shoe, but a new shoe that's broken in. That's what it's going to feel like in February. Um, and you'll have this whole time period during this year to adjust to it. And a lot of magical things will happen to validate that, wow, this is good for me. This is you know, inspiring for me. Even though this is weird and I don't understand it, some of the times it is working for me. Okay. Okay? That's what, what I think is going to happen.
4: What kind of feeling do you get for the guides that are working with me?
1: Well, number one, they're very excited that you're willing to let go of your old foundation. And they also recognize that this is kind of a serious time for you because it's a big deal to let go of an old foundation. It's in a way, um, Mac, when I'm talking to you, it's as if you're an old soul. So you've been here many times on the earth, but in many of those lifetimes, you continue to make the same choices. And so your guides are, in my mind, a little bit more serious in terms of wanting you to feel comfortable with these changes and not make it too scary uh, you know, they're really looking at, okay, is this going to be helpful for him? Oh, good. Yeah, that that works. You know, they don't want to, they want to make sure that this shift is as comfortable as possible for you. Okay. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And, and congratulations. That's a big deal. Thank you, Marie. You're very welcome. Have a great day. All right. You too. Bye-bye. Okay. So we are live here at noon, and this is going to be our home, noon, on KKNW with the Marie Manu-Cherry Show. And if you call in, we've got Rick answering the phone today. He's a paramedic with Bellevue Fire Department, so we're thanking him for coming in on his day off and answering the phones. And we will be right back with the Marie Manu-Cherry Show.
2: Is excited to announce that beginning in February she'll be teaching her Wednesday evening classes from a new location the Marriott Redmond Town Center this hotel is conveniently located in the Redmond Town Center just off 520 in Redmond the hotel offers plenty of free parking spacious new meeting rooms and since it's located in the town center it's surrounded by a variety of great restaurant choices the perfect location to meet up with friends before heading to one of Marie's classes Visit energyintuitive.com for a complete list of classes and directions to the new hotel.
0: Living Music Radio, high vibe music and talk.
2: Treat yourself to Living Music Radio with Janet, Narion, and special guests.
0: Living Music Radio, high vibe music and talk.
2: It's all about the magic of music and sound. Mm. With all that's going on these days, there's a real need for positive, uplifting music and radio. Living Music Radio.
1: Living Music Radio. For showtimes, go to livingmusicradio.com.
0: Get current weather, traffic, and news. Visit 1150kknw.com and stay informed with Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m.
1: And we are back live with the Marine Manager Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet here outside of Seattle, Washington, and Bellevue. And we're talking about the fourth chakra today. And one of the things that I love about the fourth chakra, it that particular chakra is the transformative area of your body between lower vibrational chakras, one, two, and three, and higher vibrational chakras, five, six, and seven. So the fourth chakra is also about universal love. It's about connecting to all of nature, all of the universe. Learning to have compassion, forgiveness, a lot of compassion and forgiveness and love for yourself as you move into speaking your truth, which is the throat chakra, the highest personal power vortex in the physical body. The third chakra, which is the third eye, the ability to be multisensory. And the seventh chakra, your connection to spirit and where you individualize, become your own unique, amazing, incredible human being. So who do we have on the phone lines?
2: Right now, we're going to talk to Mary in Seattle.
1: Great. Hi, Mary. Yes. Hello. Thank you
4: for taking my call.
2: You're welcome.
4: And actually, I had, I'd say, a large part of my question or my concerns you answered. Um, I don't know what the lady's name was before your last caller or about uh, feel that the joy and whatever is here now and, you know, not the energy that you actually feel.
1: I'm so glad your question got answered. You know, when people come to see me personally, one-on-one, I don't know anything about them. I I know their name like two minutes before I answer the door because I really want to read them cold. And they have a list of questions and I actually prefer that they wait until I get through the session and I'm like 75% of it. And if I didn't hit on what their questions were, then I can answer them. And and I love how that works in the universe that you get to have your questions answered at the perfect moment. It is
4: wonderful. Um, Thank you. And I was wondering, um, do you by chance any see any blocks on me that uh, just is ho- that seems to be holding me back, or
1: sure, sure. I'll tell you one thing: your guides are congratulating you on this whole belief circumstance, because, you know, you, you really are shifting your beliefs and you're learning to think more positively. When when you were talking about how the, your question was answered, I also all of a sudden had a vision of my daughters and how I can worry about them and how if I choose not to and, and I choose to see them safe and well, regardless of what's going on in their life, how much happier I feel and how much freer I feel. And that's well, how and you've been feeling lately. Absolutely. Oh, I just love that. It is,
4: it's, it's like, it's incredible to have this Oh. knowledge that you have put out and it's it's
1: beautiful. Oh, I'm so glad you're enjoying it. it. The area where I am highlighted when I scan your body is the back of your third chakra, so the back of the solar plexus and that area is about how you see yourself in the world and uh-huh. so what I'm being told is that you have a limited vision of yourself and um, and how you could affect your life or affect the world or the universe and so I would work on dreaming big. Pretend like you're seven or eight years old and you have just told your parents that you're going to be an astronaut. You know, that feeling that kids oh, sure. get. So I would encourage you to move into that kind of place in, in yourself to start dreaming big again because everyone has natural gifts and talents. Everyone has something phenomenal to add to the world, you know, play, if you will, would, or the world stage. And uh, so I would recommend that you start dreaming big.
4: Okay, well, that... that um. But that's wonderful. I'll, I'll start doing that.
1: Good. good. And, you know, and thank you once again for everything. You're so welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: All right. Now we're going to move on to our next caller here. And as soon as my screen pops up, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do that. We'll talk to Stephanie now in Issaquah. Hi, Stephanie.
5: Hi, Marie. It's Stephanie. Um, you gave me my 30-day assignment at East West.
1: Uh-oh, 30-day. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking oh, positively. Oh, right. I remember. How are you doing? I have been doing quite a bit well up
5: until this morning. Mm-hmm. My pet Lucy that I've been concerned about, I haven't taken her to the vet yet. Mm-hmm. And today she just was... Glazed over and just, mm-hmm. oh, just so sad. It made me cry.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And I'm so confused. I bought um, a mineral supplement that I've heard on air that can help mm-hmm. detox and help with the body. And I thought maybe that might be a route to give to her.
1: Uh-huh.
5: And so I did give it to her, but I, you know, something is bugging me about that. And uh-huh. I'm concerned about whether to take her to the vet finally or what I should do because I think that. <laughs> You know, I've just gone as far as I can go with this yeah. mentally.
1: Then then I think you should take her. You know, I, th- I think if you've done everything that you can, because I know you've taken her before and, you know, things haven't always worked out well, I would take her. You know, if things aren't shifting or changing, then absolutely take her. And and while you're driving in the car to the vet's office, get your energy up high. You know, um, My family has a long history of periodontal disease, and I think I'm the only sibling that hasn't lost teeth. And so before I go to the dentist, I get my energy up really high so that when he looks at my mouth, it all looks good. And my teeth are happy campers, and I don't need any more periodontal surgery, things of that nature. So... Start to think positive of Lucy and that whatever she needs is going to be attended to at the perfect time with the right physician. You know, that's what I would do starting now and in, you know, all your way, all the time off to the vet's office. Okay. Okay.
5: Um, Also, I've had um, a blockage or something in my heart chakra area where I felt it like a vertebrae stuck. It's feeling a little better today. Can
1: you Mm tell me what... What's actually happening, sometimes chakras, when they shift, you can actually feel physical discomfort. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think, oh, when you open up a chakra, it's going to feel great. Well, if a chakra has been stifled or stuck in a particular pattern for a long period of time, as it gets unstuck, it's affecting muscles and tissues and tendons and ligaments. And so it can be uncomfortable. And that's what you're feeling. You're also feeling the discomfort of it expanding and then contracting again and expanding and contracting. Right now you're in a contractive place right now. You, I mean, not contracted, you're in an open place, which is wonderful. You have nice free flowing energy in your heart chakra. But it's kind of like as the day progresses by evening, you might be back into some of that negativity that you're working on. Mm-hmm. And then that's when the heart chakra contracts. So right now you're in expansive mode. Um, and um And I would just continue to work on what you're doing, your 30-day exercise of being positive.
5: Is that what's going on? Because I've had um, major sighs and kind of like body quakes coming up throughout yeah. the day.
1: Yeah, you're moving energy significantly because you used to be the type of person who, and notice my language, I said you used to be. Right. You know, you used to be a fairly worried, negative, scared person, and you're working to be the opposite. And so your whole body is changing the way it receives and transmits energy. And so it can be uncomfortable. But it's a good thing.
5: This is a good Because I've it's been concerned good. about whether it's uh, trapped negative energy. Um,
1: nope. I'm Mm-mm. releasing it then. You're releasing it. Yep
5: to straighten out here.
1: <laughs> yeah, but it's going to take time because you were sca- have been scared for years and years and years and years. I think since childhood. Most likely. And so yep. now you're getting out of that pattern. Congratulations. That's phenomenal. And and that that's kind of um, shivers or shakes that you're feeling that's a really great thing that means that lots of energy is pouring into your body at that moment and as it moves in it's hitting areas where the energy has been kind of stuck and it's breaking through it which causes the body to do a little movement or you know spasm or you know some involuntary kind of movement and that's okay that's great good for you okay okay
5: so you think that this is all going to work out good for my pet because i I can deal with me, but I just, it breaks my heart to see her suffer.
1: (laughs) Well, let's get your energy up on the way to the vet and then see what happens. Okay. Okay. thank you so much. You're welcome. Have a wonderful day. You too. Alrighty. Bye-bye. All
2: right. Now we're going to go on to Kathleen in Seattle.
1: Hi, Kathleen. Oh, good afternoon, Marie. How are you? Oh, I'm well. Thank you. Good. What can I do for you today?
5: What I'd like to address is—I'm not sure if my stomach is a typical Virgo stomach uh, <laughs> or what.
1: But no wonder I, I love you. I just love Virgos. I just—there's something about Virgos. I think they're wonderful. How long has your stomach been bothering you?
5: Most of my life, but yeah. yes, oh, I'm really struggling with what to do <laughs> about it next.
1: Okay, so here's something I'm going to tell you, and and I hope that the listening audience finds this interesting. I find it incredibly interesting. So the solar plexus, the third chakra in your body, governs your stomach, your intestinal tract, along with other organs, but we're going to just focus on those right now. And when I look at someone's solar plexus and the chakra looks very dark in color, you know, like charcoal gray to almost like a beautiful black licorice, um, instead of lemon yellow, which is the healthy... You know, color for that chakra, it means to me, it's a metaphor. It lets me know that the person I'm looking at, which would be you, as I scanned your energy, you know, when you came onto the air, um, that you are a witness. It's a word I use to describe certain people in the world who are highly sensitive and who can feel the feelings of all of humanity. So you literally can feel the hum of humanity. It also means that you're empathic, means you have a large open heart chakra, and you're also intuitive. Naturally, you were born this way. So the challenge of the witness is to learn to be neutral, to not get stuck up in all the stuff that the human race gets stuck up on. You know, so you could perhaps walk past a newspaper stand, glance at the headline, which is most likely going to be negative, and feel whatever happened in the, on the newspaper, even if it was in a completely different country. So witnesses need to learn to stay in the present moment, to develop a philosophy that even horrible, terrible things that are happening around the world are happening for reasons that are important for those souls or their development and are part of free will for individuals before they came here, so to speak. And, um, and that your job in life as a witness, because you can feel the hum of humanity, that also means that humanity can feel you. And so your job is to be happy, have a wonderful life, and feel empowered not feel unempowered by the uncomfortable things that happen either in your community or outside of your community. Does that make sense what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, mm-hmm. perfectly. So what happens is that you end up taking in the pain and the suffering that's happening worldwide into your stomach and into your digestive system, and then there's all this stress there, and then you have problems with your digestion. So, of course, I always recommend people to see a holistic practitioner you know, or a nutritionist I think that's important. I'm not licensed or skilled in those areas, but um, you know, taking things that are great for the gut and great for digestion. That is the things that you would help you to stay healthy so that as stress comes in, your body's not having to fight to stay normal. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so I, I love the book The Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukav because he's got really great philosophies about souls and choice and power. And that might be a great book where you can find a few paragraphs that when bad things happen around you, you'll be able to go back to some of the philosophy that Gary wrote about years ago right. and um, and let it hopefully soothe your heart and put you back on having a great life for you. Oh, wonderful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. That was fun. Okay. <laughs> okay, have a great day. Thank you. Bye Bye-bye.
2: Bye. All right, now we're on to Noreen and Redmond.
1: Hi, Noreen. Hi. What
2: can I do for you today?
3: Well... I am, we were talking about the fourth chakra, and I am feeling a lot of pain behind or between my shoulder blades.
1: Yeah. And and do you know what that means?
3: That's why I'm calling.
1: (laughs) Okay. It means that you're not receiving. And I already know, I look at your body, you are such a giver. I mean, you give, 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 and you're going to have to stop. And, and you, of course, you don't have to do anything I say. What I'm about to say to you, I don't think I've ever said on the air, and I did say this to someone in my office this past week, but it's something I don't say on a regular basis because I don't run into that many people that are so overgiving, which you are. Is that true for you, by the way? Yeah. 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 Okay. So if you were to stop giving today and not give for the rest of this lifetime, there would be no karmic retribution because you are so out of balance that it would probably bring it back to balance by the time your life ended. So instead of doing that, cause it's hard to be a giver and not give anymore. I mean, that's challenging in itself, right? Yes. Yes. Um, your job is to, what I would recommend is don't give again, you know, like don't help anyone else anytime soon until you've done some significant receiving. And what you can do for visualization is start visualizing warm light or beautiful colors or birds, Flying into your back, something that you really enjoy, you know, when anyone compliments you or says something nice to you, that's a reminder for you to take energy in your back. Okay. And and if anybody offers anything for you in the future, the answer is, yes. thank you. The answer (laughs) is yes. Someone wants to buy you a latte. Sure. Thank you. That'd be great. You know, someone wants to rake your front yard. Yay. And you know, what's going to happen is you're going to get tested because now this is in your consciousness. You already felt it physically. Good for you. That it's uncomfortable and it's time for you to shift this. Yeah. You're, you're going to get tested. Your neighbors are going to start doing stuff for you. If you have kids, they're going to start doing things for you. And your job is to say yes, even if you originally say no. If twenty minutes later you go, oh my gosh, I should have said yes. Go back to that person and say, I changed my mind. Thank you for helping me out. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So. I, I want to hear you know an update on this homework. By the way. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thanks, Marie. Bye bye.
2: All right. Let's talk to Jamie in Bothell now.
1: Hi, Jamie. What can I do for you today?
3: Hi. Um, I have a question. I've been most recently laid off right before Christmas. Yay! And...
1: No, just I mean, really, yeah. I am happy for you. But go yeah. ahead.
3: Um, you know, part of me thought it was a great job, and I did enjoy it. There were mm-hmm. some people around that, you know, I didn't enjoy, but I saw a good future for myself, and now. Um, I have a lot of qualifications and um, a lot of experience, and I'm still finding, a, you know, really hard to find a, a job that I believe I'm worth, just like everybody else in this economy, but um, right. um, there has been a couple opportunities that came along, and it would be, you know, I would be struggling financially very hard if I took them, and I'm just trying to, you know, figure out if I should just take it and suck it up or if I should hold out. And
1: hold try to find... out. Absolutely hold out. Because what you're working on right now is your self-worth. And, yeah. and and you're right, that was a good job for you because there was somebody in the company that really valued, valued you and respected you. And mm-hmm. and because of that, you're in a different place of your self-worth. So hold out for that job where you're going to get paid you know, a lot more than what you were paid even with the last job. I would just hold out. It may take a little bit longer. It may take another month. It may be even up to six weeks. It's possible. Uh, one thing I would um, also try to do is how I look at the economy right now. Um, I, I look at my job and I hope I want others to look at it too is re- recession proof. I think that's a really good affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why we're having some economic challenges you will in, in the United States is because we have corporations that had a serious lack of integrity,
3: mm-hmm. our
1: government included and so and so
3: would you say I should stay in the house I'm in and not break my lease so I can afford to yeah continue
1: living there yeah, yeah yeah i I, I, I feel you being supported during this transition Hello. Hello, can you hear me? Hello, can you hear me, Jamie? I'm just going to keep on going. So, yes, I would say stay in the house that you're in. I feel that you're going to be supported during this transition. I would hold out for a really great job. You're learning to believe in your self-worth, which is really important. And you'll know that you're in your self-worth when you feel like you don't have to defend yourself, that you just, wow, I, I'm I'm great. I'm valuable. And you'll know it. And then some an employer will know it, and they'll hire you, and boom, you'll have a great paying job. So this whole idea about we're in an opportunity for our government and a lot of our very strong economic areas in our on our planet or in American business is being um, is having an opportunity to learn self-awareness and a great sense of integrity, so that we can all benefit from this wonderful country we live in. So that's what I think is happening with the economy, rather than a major problem. So that's what I think. So thank you much, Jamie, for calling in. Even though I didn't get to hear your responses, I hope that what I said helped you. And I just wanted to remind everyone that on um, February 12th, a few days before Valentine's Day, we are going to have Catherine Ellis on the show. And she is the author of the book that's called Love Will Find You. And Catherine teaches and writes breakthrough material in the arenas of dating and love. Her approach stresses awareness and faith and has positive, upbeat outlook that has helped many singles enjoy their un- unattached status and thousands go on to find love. So I look forward um, to speaking with her again. She's amazing. She was on the show last Valentine's Day. And for all of you that are taking the Change Your Belief, Change Your Life class, excellent. I'll see you Saturday morning at 10. And next week, live at noon again, joyful blessings. Have a wonderful day. Bye bye. <laughs>